Welcome to Mission in Action, the audio experience for Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. We are a nonprofit with a vision of an American society where Muslims and Jews are empowered to create lasting partnerships and engage in authentic communication and mutual cooperation. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of our keynotes, workshops, interviews, speeches, and other audio from events led by our team. This week's episode takes us back to Newground's 2013 Spotlight Program, and the speaker is Newground's Programs Co-Director, Tasneem Noor. We hope you enjoy. Hello. So, oh, so if any part of my story resonates with you, you can join my signature um, verses and say woohoo at the very end. So, yay, I'll be counting on that. So, as soon as I got my birth certificate, I had my passport. My dad is from India, my mom is from Pakistan, and having lived in both of those countries as well as in Dubai, I developed a a talent for cultural adaptation at a very young age. But LA was a place I couldn't even begin to imagine, and I was about to move there in the middle of high school. My cousin Miral, um, visiting Pakistan from London, was my closest window to the West. And with her, I watched a whole bunch of educational movies like The Breakfast Club, 10 Things I Hate About You, and Clueless. It was after watching one of these movies that she looked at me straight in the eye and said, T, this is high school in America. Are you ready for this? I looked at her dumbfounded, probably for a long time, until it really hit me how big this move really was. And then came the big question. Oh my God, what am I going to wear? (laughs) I had never worn jeans or dressed in Western clothes before, and I always had a cleanly pressed uniform to wear to school. School thus far had been all about studying English, math, history, science, and taking lots and lots of tests, which were pretty intimidating at times. And of course, how can I forget the teachers who were always had a stick or a ruler easily accessible just in case they felt like using it that day. But now, school seemed like something to figure out. Where would I fit in? What group would I be boxed into? The popular, the misfit, the loner, the nerdy? I don't know. And what would I say if a guy approached me for a date? And what? I was terrified. I was terrified because in the movies, there didn't seem to be much tolerance for difference, and I felt very different. Nevertheless, January 1st, 2000 is when we landed in LAX with my family, and here I was. First thing first, we attended a whole, visited a whole bunch of um, public high schools in LA area, and I felt like Goldilocks trying on different beds until I found the right one for myself. And um, the first school I visited, any guesses, was straight out of Clueless, yes. Big, expansive, beautiful campus, um, just this flare of perfection going on. And when the, uh, the students were walking around in the corridor and the grass, it was like their, their sunlight was hitting their perfectly styled hair and clothes. And it was like I was seeing images out of Glamour magazine. And all I could think of and feel was, how will I ever fit in? 
The second school I visited, the complete opposite. Not reflective of any movie I had seen until that time. Um, dark corridors, unkept uh, grounds, serious sullen faces peering at me with these thick, black, dark, lots and lots of um, eyeliner. And all I could feel was the anxiety of being uncomfortable. The third school I visited, any guesses? Just right, amazing. Culver City High School. As soon as you come by, yay! As soon, <laughs> see, it happens. Um, as soon as you come to Culver City High School, there you're welcomed by these humongous, cool old um, trees with these roots that just spread all around, and it's just, it's cool. And then the campus itself, beautiful, clean, blue uh, columns, and this uh, friendly staff and the students. The students all looked different, dressed differently. I wasn't the odd one out here. I was just one of the different faces. This felt right, and I was happy to be there. Of course, there were a lot, a lot of changes that had to be made as everything about attending school here was different. It wasn't too long ago, uh, too much later though, when Mr. Valverde, my Spanish teacher, uh, <laughs> Mr. Valverde, my Spanish teacher, shared an observation in class. He said, our school had a very difficult, violent history during the desegregation years, and as even though now we don't have systematic segregation, as you look around, walk through campus, who's hanging out with whom? The blacks are together, the Latinos together, the whites, the Asians. Are we really integrated, or is this just another form of segregation? I had another one of those dumbfounded looks and feelings, but this time a little bit more profound, and I realized exactly who I was and where I was, and while I didn't feel the anxiety about being the other or felt afraid around it, I was the other. I was one of the others. In fact, everyone was the other to someone else. Maybe those movies I had seen weren't so fictitious after all. Um, Mr. Valverde had opened my eyes to understanding uh, race, racism, and class in a way I had not thought about before. It was in college at UCLA when I started really exploring diversity on a deeper level and making sense of it for myself. There I realized that as long as I saw difference as a source of tension, it would continue to divide us and there would be tension. But as soon as I changed my own perception and saw difference um, through a, as, as so long as I saw difference, not afraid, but through a lens of curiosity, it would become wonderful and fun and engaging. I started asking more questions, getting to know people, and it was enjoyable. And now it was a source of empowerment instead. This became a passion of mine, and be it um, marching in Sacramento for equal and access uh, for equal access to higher education, or working towards dispelling myths about people of color and, and people of faith, or be it being a life coach. 
all of this, what I realized was that the power of all these experiences came not from standing for the other, but standing with the other. And I love it. I love it, and I don't want to stand up for the other, I want to stand with you. It took me a while to figure all of this out, but had I uh, paid a little bit closer attention to those movies I had watched, the educational ones, I would have gotten it a lot sooner. So in the words of Brian Johnson from The Breakfast Club, he says, you see us as you want to see us. You see us in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. You see us as an athlete, as a brain, as a, um, a princess, a criminal, a basket case, correct? That is how we saw each other at seven o'clock this morning. We were brainwashed. Now, we, we have found is that in each of us is a criminal, a, a basket head, a princess, uh, an athlete, and a brain. So together, my conclusion is that we're just figuring out this thing called life. Thank you. Hi, I'm Aziza Hassan, the Executive Director of Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. Thank you for sharing your time with us today and for listening to this episode of our podcast. At Newground, we believe that conflict is natural and inevitable, yet not intractable, no matter the history. Being stuck is a choice. That's why we build relationships between Muslims and Jews so that they can transform their communities through lasting partnerships. If you'd like to learn more about our mission or support this podcast and Newground's work, please visit mjnewground.org. That's M for Muslim, J for Jew, newground.org. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you.